Welcome to Haunted Canada. For the first story on Haunted Canada, I wanted to tell you one of my favorite ghost stories. A story that I originally unearthed and began to tell on my walking tour, the Edmonton Ghost Tours, about 20 years ago. And I know that's really dating myself. While I have heard and seen this story retold by others online and in print, I am very proud to say that this story was originally researched, written, and unearthed by me. On the haunted and historic street of White Avenue in Old Strathcona, Edmonton, Alberta, is the beautifully preserved Princess Theatre. Built in 1915, it is one of the grandest theatres of its time and still in Western Canada. However, over the years, it has changed hands several times, once being used as an office space and on other occasions being used as a rooming house on the top floors. Yet the staff that I have personally spoken to over the years do believe that they have their own theatrical ghost known as the Woman in White. On many occasions, the apparition of the Woman in White has been seen hovering above their projection room, walking around the center lobby and up and down the grand staircase. The story of the woman in white goes back to 1917 and surrounds the tragic tale of a young lady by the name of Sarah Ann. Now, Sarah Ann was very new to the town of Strathcona at that time. She had just arrived in on the railway, and she rented one of the rooms on the third floor of the Princess Theatre that was a rooming house at that particular time. When Sarah Ann arrived in town, she had no family with her, and she really didn't have any friends. But about six months into Sarah Ann's stay in Strathcona, Sarah Ann found herself in somewhat of a predicament. You see, Sarah Ann was not yet married, yet she was now pregnant. And of course, being unwed mother back in 1917, well, Back during that time period, it was completely unacceptable. Sarah Ann didn't know what to do. She was in a complete state of panic. She had no family. She had no friends in town. However, a few weeks later, the baby's father said that he would man up and that he would do the right thing and that he would marry Sarah Ann. Sarah Ann was so excited that she actually went to a local dress shop right on White Avenue, bought a very simple yet modest white dress for her wedding day. However, three days before this wedding was to take place, 
her fiancé, completely called off the whole wedding. He hopped on the first train that morning, and he left town. He abandoned pregnant Sarah Ann. She was in a complete shock that morning. She had no family, no friends in town with her to lean on. Sarah Ann was in such a state of shock that morning that she returned to her third-floor rooming house above the Princess Theater. She put on her white wedding dress that she had planned to wear in three more days on her wedding day, and sadly, tragically, she hung herself in her bedroom. But what makes this story even more heartbreaking is the fact that her body was not discovered until 15 days later. And the only reason that her body was discovered still hanging in her bedroom was for the fact that the landlord was coming to collect that month's rent. Since that time period, since that building has always remained a theater, the legend of Sarah Ann, the woman in white, has continued on to this day. With many people still witnessing the apparition of the woman in white wandering around the center lobby, up and down the grand staircase, and still hovering above their projection room. Canmore, Alberta, an old historic mining town, is surrounded by the beautiful Rocky Mountains, glacier-filled lakes, and many bone-chilling ghost stories. One of the town's most famous ghosts is Lisa, a little girl that sadly and tragically drowned in the swampy wetland area, the very spot where the Canmore Recreation Center and hockey rink now stands. Over the years, many local residents have reported seeing the apparition of Lisa throughout the rec center, in the hockey arena, and walking on the nearby paths. Staff who are working in the center during the early mornings or late at night have often spotted a little girl, aged seven or eight, with long, dark hair, running throughout the hallways, singing. Staff will become concerned when they see a young child in the building so late at night with no parents around and will often call out to the young girl, only to see the little girl just disappear around the corner. 
One fall evening, a former employee was closing up the rec center and doing her nightly checks to ensure that all the doors were locked and everything was secured. When the employee came around the corner by the main entrance, she caught sight of a young girl with long, dark hair walking down the opposite hallway towards the change rooms. With the rec center being closed and no one else in sight, the employee called out to the young girl several times. The employee's voice just echoed in the empty hallways as the young girl just stopped, looked back at the employee just for a mere moment, and then continued walking down that hallway. The employee began to quicken her pace, calling out to the young girl several more times until the girl just disappeared around the next corner. Within seconds, the employee turned that very same corner, only to find that the little girl had vanished. The hallway was empty, and it only led to one door, a locker room door. The employee was terrified, and she just stood there for a few moments until she summoned up the courage to check that locker room door, only to confirm what she already knew, that it was locked. Where had the little girl gone? As the employee just stood in the empty hallway trying to rationalize what had just happened, a cold breeze began to blow all around her, pushing some of her hair up into her face. With that, the employee grabbed her bag and keys and left the rec center, never wanting to work the late shift again. While the ghostly apparition of Lisa is also seen throughout the hockey rink as well. Over the years, several Zamboni drivers have spotted the young girl with the long, dark hair while they're cleaning the ice surface. The apparition of Lisa is often spotted in the stands, and it's also seen inside the media box, just staring out through the viewing window. Throughout the years, other employees have come forward to say that they too have seen the apparition of the little girl. They'll often spot her standing in the hockey arena, while on other occasions, employees will report that when they're in the arena late at night, they'll often hear the sounds of a child laughing, and also hear the sounds of a young girl just calling out to her mommy over and over again. Of course, everyone in the town of Canmore believes that it is the spirit of Lisa still wandering throughout the rec center, the very spot where she so tragically died so many years ago, making Lisa Canmore's most famous ghost story. Alberta's trendy neighborhood of Inglewood, there stands the beautiful and historic Dean House. Today it is known as a popular restaurant where couples can go for a romantic dinner. 
However, the house does have a sinister history of murder and mystery surrounding its past. The Dean House was built in 1906 on the old Fort Calgary site and was built by Captain Richard Burton Dean, the last Northwest Mounted Police Superintendent in Calgary. The house has been the site of many murders, mysteries, and tragic deaths over the years, but none as sinister and as cold as a double murder that happened in that home in 1971. To this day, staff and visitors will often see and hear the screaming apparition of a woman running throughout the house being chased with a man wielding a knife. The ghastly murder scene is played out for the employees and the visitors over and over again on almost a daily basis. Even more creepy is the fact that staff report that when they're in the attic area of the house, that they'll see a large blood stain on the floor, a large pool of blood that will often change color and size. The blood stain is next to a closet door in the attic that never stays locked. Over the years, many employees have placed items inside the closet, locked the door, only to come back a few moments later to find that door unlocked, opened, and all the items have been removed from the closet. Even more scary is the fact that many employees will often see the ghostly apparition of an elderly man sitting in the living room smoking a pipe. Staff reports smelling the pipe smoke throughout the house in every single room. When staff have seen the apparition of this elderly man smoking the pipe, they report that the elderly man will just stare at them for a few moments, smile, take a few puffs of his pipe, and as the smoke billows around the man's apparition, he then vanishes into thin air. On historic White Avenue in Edmonton, Alberta, there used to be a pub known as the Elephant Castle. I would often walk by this pub hundreds of times in the early days of hosting the Edmonton Ghost Tours, before the pub was shut down. The Elephant Castle pub was a favorite haunt for locals and a gathering spot for visitors seeking a taste of history and the supernatural. This historic pub was once filled with tales of ghosts and hauntings, and it was a place where airy occurrences seemed to happen every hour. The building itself dates back to 1913 and was said to hold many secrets within its walls. Strange noises, mysterious footsteps, and unexplained events were part of the everyday experiences for the staff and the patrons at the Elven Castle. It was as though unseen spirits roamed the halls, making their presence known in a subtle and sometimes startling way. I would often venture into the pub on some of my many haunted pub tours, and the staff were always so welcoming and kind, always engaging with my groups to tell them their own personal ghost stories as well. Many employees would speak of times when they would arrive to open up the pub, being the only person in the pub at the time, yet they would often hear footsteps on the upper floor. 
thinking that it might be another employee, they would often go about their work. One employee said that she had arrived early one day at the pub as she normally had done, when she began to hear loud noises coming from upstairs. The employee thought that she was in the pub by herself, yet the footsteps on the floor above her got heavier and heavier, and she began to hear loud banging noises, as if someone was throwing chairs around. She yelled out, trying to discover who was upstairs, yet no one answered. So she quickly ran upstairs to check for herself. As soon as she got upstairs, the area was empty. All the lights were on, and nothing had been moved. The chairs were still neatly pushed in against the tables, and nothing was out of place. While this did scare the employee, she was used to it, as this had not been the first time that she had heard strange noises coming from the second floor. So she just ignored it and went back to work. On other occasions, employees would recount tales of hearing the sounds of children running up and down the spiral staircase that you could still see as soon as you enter the pub. And kitchen staff would speak of trays of food flying off the counter for no explainable reason. One story that has always stuck with me was a story told me by a waitress over 10 years ago. This waitress told me that she was pretty new working at the Elephant Castle pub, and she had only been working there for a few weeks. When one evening, she had to go downstairs to the basement, to the storage room, to get some items. When she walked down the back staircase and towards the supply room, she got a very uneasy feeling, and the temperature dropped so much that she could see her own breath. As soon as she opened the door to the storage room and switched on the light, she saw a little girl in a blue dress just standing in the middle of the storage room, just staring at her. The waitress was startled, and for a moment, she began to talk to the little girl. She asked her what she was doing down there and what her name was. The waitress said that she received no response from the little girl, who then began to walk towards her, and the waitress got a very uneasy feeling. As the girl continued to walk towards her, when then the little girl in the blue dress just vanished in front of the waitress's eyes. The waitress was terrified and let out a blood-curdling scream. Some of the other co-workers came running downstairs, thinking that something had happened. And when they arrived, they found the waitress standing there, speechless, crying, and terrified. When she told her co-workers what she had seen, they all could understand how terrified she felt, because... They had all seen the same apparition of the little girl in the blue dress many times before. While it took some time for the waitress to regain her composure, she continued to work at the Elephant Castle for the next several months, but she would never go down to the basement or to the storage room ever again by herself. Over the years, the pub underwent many transformations, eventually evolving into the craft and cork, a horror-themed bar that embraced the supernatural. The establishment became a haven for horror enthusiasts, with its decor adorned with memorabilia from famous horror movies, creating an atmosphere that sent shivers down the spine of even the bravest patrons. The former operators of the Craft and Cork wanted to get a sense of how many spirits that they felt were inside the historic building, so they brought in some local mediums, 
and it was the mediums who revealed that there were the ghosts of three sailors haunting the basement and a female spirit on the top floor. The mediums felt that the three sailor spirits meant no harm and were just curious and that they liked to cause a little mischief for fun but meant no harm to any person inside the building. The staff, instead of fearing these spooky visitors, welcomed their spirited energy, finding comfort in the supernatural visitors. So the next time you find yourself in Edmonton, Alberta, take a walk down historic White Avenue and you'll definitely venture past the old Elephant Castle pub, which did of course eventually turn into the Craft and Cork. There's no business operating in that building right now, but we do know that it is filled with many ghosts and has a very haunted history. Well, everyone, that ends the very first episode of Haunted Canada. And I want to sincerely thank each and every single person who took the time to download, listen, and leave a positive review for my new podcast. I truly, truly appreciate it. Now, if you have any of your own ghost stories or any true crime or disappearances or anything that you want us to talk about on Haunted Canada, please send it to us on email. Uh, You can actually connect with us through our website, hauntedcanada.com. And while you're on the website, you can also join us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and all those other social media sites as well. Now, if you really have enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more from Haunted Canada, I would really ask you to consider leaving a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform that you're using. The reviews help other people know about this podcast and also help increase our rankings so that people can actually find us. So if you have enjoyed Haunted Canada and you want to hear more, please go ahead and leave a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Again, I want to thank every single person for listening. I have wanted to do this podcast for a very long time, so I'm so happy that I was able to get it going. Again, thank you. Take care. And the next episode will be coming out very, very shortly.